What if you can, for the rest of your life, only do the things that you're most passionate about, that you love to do, that energizes you, that excites you? What if you can just do what is called your unique ability for the rest of your life? Now I'm gonna teach you how to do that in this video. Let's get to it right now in three, two, one. What's up, advocates? Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claim Show. I am your host, Vince Perry, owner and CEO of Elite Resolutions right here and the Commercial Claims Advocate. Sorry about that. Still doing that every once in a while. We got a text that comes in. But I want to tell you about what Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach has called your unique ability. And before I do that, make sure you subscribe below. Uh, We've got new content coming out every single Wednesday. Make sure you go on our websites as well and follow me on social media. We got all kinds of cool stuff happening all the time. So what your unique ability is, which I am personally coached by uh, Strategic Coach, I would strongly recommend them to, to you as well. It's really a great way of trying to learn how to scale your company while also freeing up time for you as the CEO, as the owner, as the entrepreneur or as the intrapreneur. I think it's very important to understand that there is intrapreneurs as well. So you could work within a company and still have the time and the freedom to sort of basically be running your own company uh, uh, with your own clients and so on and so forth. So this is great for anybody who's just uh, anybody who's, who's, who's just trying to make the best of their time. Um, your unique ability is what, like I said, Dan Sullivan has coined things that energize you, things that you like. I'm going to ask this question if you guys could answer it. What is the single focus or activity that would keep you fascinated and motivated for the rest of your life? Now, you're probably asking, all right, well, I know that I'm good at this. I know that I'm good at that. But there's actually a way that I actually give a presentation on this uh, on several different um, uh, conferences and stuff like that on how can you sort of narrow down what you should be focusing on? How can you narrow down on the things that only you like and that you're passionate about? Every day we're doing all kinds of stuff when it comes to answering phone, responding to clients, responding to emails, negotiating, going to inspections, climbing on roofs, networking, uh, door knocking, and all these things where... I don't know of all the things that I just mentioned, how many of those things do you actually like to do? And how many of those things are you actually good at? And how many of those things do you actually hate to do? You need to come up with that list yourself. Step number one on how to do that. I want you to, over this next week, I want you to sit down with a legal pad next to you or any kind of notepad. And I want you to write down all of the activities that you do on a daily basis and do it for an entire week, at least for a Monday through Friday. And I want you to write down everything. Have it in your car as well while you're driving to inspections. And it could be going to inspections, going to re-inspections, negotiating, sending emails, sending emails to your clients, sending emails to the adjusters, sending emails to a contractor, a network working, door knocking, all kinds of stuff that you probably do on a daily basis. I know I've been doing it for 15 years. I probably know your, what your list already looks like because I've done it. Now I want you to take the week to compile that list. Okay. And really try to be as detailed as possible and write as many things as possible. What you're going to do after that is you're going to go to that list. Okay. Now there's two exercises that you can do. So let's go with step number two. And then step number three is going to be the easier way to do it. But step number two is you're going to take your sheet. You're going to go to a new sheet. Okay. And you're going to take your sheet. You're going to separate it into four quadrants. Okay. And on the top left quadrant, you're going to put things that I hate to do and I'm not good at. On this quadrant, you're going to put things that I like to do and I'm not good at. On this quadrant, you're going to put things that I like to do or don't like to do. I forgot like to do and not good at and good at, and then things that I like to do and I'm good at. The whole point is, okay, we want to get into this quadrant here. We want to be doing things that we really like and we really love and that we're good at. Very, very important, okay? 
you don't want to get into a place to the things that I'm good at that I don't like to do. That's hell, okay? Because you don't like to do it, but you're good at it, and you may be the only person that could do it, but you don't enjoy it. That's hell. The whole goal of this exercise is take those four quadrants, okay, and try to only focus on that bottom right-hand quadrant, things that you like or love to do and are good or great at. Basically, step number three, I'm going to tell you sort of the easier way, is if you've got your laundry list of things, I basically want you to narrow it down to about 20%, okay? Take 20% of the entire list. So if you've got a list of 10 things, I want you to narrow it down to two. If you've got a list of 100 things, I want you to narrow it down to 20 things and 20 things only. Those are the things that I want you to focus on, okay? Now, I'm gonna come up with another video on how to separate your week and how to focus on those things, but I want you to only focus on the 20%. And at least one or two days a week, I want you to take the other 80% and forget they even exist. That's right. Forget they even exist. And focus on only the 20%. So is it shooting content? Is it networking? Is it calling people that you know? Whatever that is, what is your focus activities that you feel are most important to you that you're good at and that you like to do? Now, you're probably asking me, well, what about the other 80%? What in the hell do I do with the other 80%? I can't just stop answering emails. I can't just stop talking to my clients. I can't just stop going out there and finding work and networking, even though I hate to do all these things. What do I do about it? So that when it comes to, I've talked about this before, one of my favorite books and one of my favorite terms, this great book, and again, it's by Strategic Coach, it's by Dan Sullivan, but it's who, not how. You need to find who's. You need to find people that can take away that 80%. Now, you're probably telling me, well, that costs money and I can't afford it. I'm too busy waiting for claims to get paid from the insurance company. And the fact of the matter is I can't afford to hire somebody. You need to change that mentality. You need to change that attitude. Whatever it is that you're going to pay somebody, whether that be 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, $60,000 a year. Remember, that's not $50,000 all at once. That's broken up into 12 months, okay? And 52 weeks, however you want to pay them. You have time to see if it's going to work. The other thing I think it's important is when you're too bogged down in the things that you don't like to do or you're not good at or good at or maybe you shouldn't be doing and you are solely now focusing on the money generating activities that you like to do and scale it to help scale your company, you're going to make up for it. I promise the first hire that you need to make is an assistant. Okay. I think that's going to be your most important hire. It's not a desk adjuster. It's not an inspector. It's not anything in particular. If you have no hires and you're a one person show and you're working basically by yourself, whether you're working with a company or not, but you're handling everything, your first person that you need to hire is an assistant. So you can start unloading that 80% on that person. Now I know that they, if you want them to handle your claims and they're not licensed adjusters, well, they can't do that. I get it, but they could take it to a point where they're just an assistant. They just can't make a coverage decision and they can't make, and they can't negotiate and they can't talk about dollars and cents and so on and so forth. But they probably can do a lot of other stuff. And if you look, if you have that list, if you really, really spend the time on that list to come up with some very good details, I guarantee you could find somebody that, that could take care of the majority of that list to allow you the time to focus on your 20%. Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster or a contractor or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now and I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm.
And now that you've got your 20%, take a look at it. All right. Are these things that you're really passionate about, really? Or can you take more out? Are these things that you really, that really excite you, that give you energy, that really motivate you to start working and getting out there and getting after it? If they are, you've technically found your unique ability. What is it that you really enjoy doing that you're really good at in your job? Could be negotiating. It could be estimates. It could be inspecting. It could be networking. I personally love to build relationships with people. That's what I enjoy doing. And that's what I'm absolutely best at going to a networking event, connecting with people and connecting other people with other people. I love it. I, I've been doing it for a very long time and I don't know why I like it, but also just building a nice, positive, confident relationship with somebody. There's many crappy people as there are in this world. I do believe that the majority of people are very good and I really enjoy people's stories. So I need to be out there meeting people. That's basically what I need to do. Even if I'm tired and I don't want to sometimes, it is something that I'm good at that I enjoy doing as well. So that's mine. But Let's figure out your unique ability. It's so important. It will take your game to a whole other level once you figure out what you're good at and what you need to focus on. Because then eventually what you start doing, guys, is you start to build an organization. If you're watching this, if you're still watching this after nine and a half minutes and you are owner of a company and you've got admins and you've got employees and you've got other adjusters, the ultimate goal is to get to a place where not only are you working in your unique ability, but every single one of your employees are working in their unique ability as well. How crazy is that? Because you think administrative people are just doing stuff because they have a job and that's what they need to be doing. That's great. But imagine how much better their life is and how much more productive they're going to be for you if they're only doing the stuff that they're really good at. Whatever it is, if it's typing up stuff, you know, we've got an employee that just doesn't really like to talk to people. So man, she is just a beast when it comes to data entry and when it comes to really sending emails and following up and keeping track of every, I mean, it's just beastly. But you know what? She likes it because she works at her own pace. She doesn't have to talk to anybody and she gets to dominate that way. And then we got, I've got desk, I've got a desk adjusters that are just really good at negotiating and love to be on top of that claim and that's what they do we try to take away all the administrative from her so all she has to do is review those estimates come up with the offer negotiate and contact the insurance company to negotiate and she loves it because she doesn't have to do any of the other stuff anymore from when she first started when she was following up and doing all these things it's a work in progress okay obviously we still have people doing things that maybe they don't want to be doing but when you meet with your people all the time you communicate with them and you ask them to do the same exercise that i told you of coming up with the list what is everything that you do what is it? I want to know. Okay, now, perfect. Thank you for doing that. Of these things, what is your favorite things? What do you really like to do? This, 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 and that. Okay, great. Okay, we're going to work on trying to get to a place where we can get you only doing those things. How does that sound? <sighs> Amazing. So, and then what do we do with the other 80%? We either give it to somebody else or we make another hire who could possibly do that for the time being. So, you know, it's, it's a really cool exercise to do. I did it a long time ago before even strategic coach. I think I was reading an EOS book that taught me the four quadrant thing. Uh, uh, strategic coach has a different way of doing it. Uh, they call it your unique ability activities, excellent activities, competent activities, and incompetent activities. Obviously you want to be in your unique abilities only, but anyway, it's the same idea. It's four different things. You want to get to that point where I really like and love these things and I'm great at it as well. That's your ultimate goal. So send me some comments. I really want to know what you think. I'd really love a message from somebody who actually did the exercise and see if they got anything out of it. 
That's what I'm here for. See if I could help you uh, make yourself better. Additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim. And the reason is, is it's very high pressure. And as a public adjuster or contractor, you're already dealing with the negotiating of the build back process. You don't want to have to deal with ALE as well. Black Diamond Housing Services does all of that. They don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, or anything like that, where they need a place to say call black diamond housing services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end if you're struggling and waiting forever and a day to get paid on your claims because you have to wait for the mortgage company you have to wait for the client you have to wait for all of these things ink payments by ink solves that for you by simply uploading it onto their system everything gets processed and you get directly deposited your fee into your bank account Choose InkPay and make sure that you use the promo code VINCE so that you can get $299 off the initial registration fee. So go ahead and check it out, Ink Payments. We've been using it for a long time. Thank you very much, guys. That's all we got. My name is Vince Perry. I'm the Commercial Claims Advocate. Make sure you go online. Uh, go to EliteResolution.com. Uh, we're always looking for people, always looking for more people to build our team and to make us even better. And we're also always, if you're a, if you're a policyholder, we've got a bunch of FAQs and really great ways um, that you can learn about the insurance claims process. And go to CommercialClaimsAdvocate.com. Uh, for consulting. Uh, if you're a public adjuster, a public adjusting firm, and you need some consulting services, you need some help, please go online, send us a message, and we'll be glad to help you. That's what we got, guys. Happy Wednesday. Have a kick-ass week. Dominate. Do everything you got to do to take yourself and your business and your family to the next level. Thank you, guys. Peace out. Ooh.